It's Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. Welcome to the Daily Scoop podcast, where you'll hear the latest news and trends facing government leaders. I'm the host of the Daily Scoop podcast, Billy Mitchell. Here's what's happening now. The General Services Administration has its newest cohort of Presidential Innovation Fellows. The year-long placement program will feature 20 senior private sector technology and innovation experts this year. The group will work to fast-track transformation into federal agencies by pairing the fellows with department leaders. The Department of Defense has a brand new role for talent acquisition and management strategy. Brent Parmeter was named Chief Talent Management Officer of the Pentagon and is set to steer the making and facilitation of the department's total force talent strategy. Parmeter is a former Army officer who most recently was head of non-traditional talent at Walmart. You can read more about these stories and more at fedscoop.com. Defense Tech Week is just around the corner. Hosted by Defense Scoop, Defense Tech Week is the nation's premier week-long festival dedicated to technology's critical role in the future of modern U.S. defense and national security. The lineup includes community-driven events featuring leaders in defense, technology, and academia. It's happening from May 8th through May 12th across D.C., and you'll be able to enjoy plenty of sessions virtually if you can't be there in person. You can learn more at defensetechweek.com. April is the 6th annual National Supply Chain Integrity Month, featuring a partnership between the National Counterintelligence and Security Center and partners across government and industry. Devin Lynch is Director of Supply Chain and Technology Security in the Office of the National Cyber Director. Devin, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. And as mentioned, you know, April is Supply Chain Integrity Month, and I'd love to start there and ask, you know, what are you hoping to highlight and why are partnerships across government like this so important? Um, trying to highlight that supply chain security is a national security concern that matters to everyone, not just to me or the National Cyber Director, but to our interagency partners, industry, anyone connected to our digital ecosystem uh, should care about their supply chain security. As you said, since 2019, the NCSC and CISA, the Department of Defense, and other government agencies have identified April as Supply Chain Integrity Month. That's an unofficial designation. But in doing so, we've issued a call to action to identify and mitigate pervasive threats to U.S. supply chains. And this year, ONCD is joining these agency leaders to call for greater supply chain security. And it it couldn't be more timely or more important, as we just this month saw with the software supply chain attack of 3CX. Foreign adversaries, hackers, criminals target government and industry via their contractors, their subcontractors, and suppliers at all tiers of the supply chain to steal, to compromise, to alter, and destroy their sensitive information. Uh, And if you don't already know this, you've become a victim. So throughout this month, we're trying to be proactive and partner with the interagency, promote resources and tools and information to help organizations and agencies integrate supply chain risk management into their overall security posture. So, Devin, outside of the month of April, how else is the Office of the National Cyber Director working with stakeholders across government, industry, international partners, you know, the whole plethora to help secure software supply chains globally? Yes, principally through the National Cybersecurity Strategy, which the president signed last month, and the subsequent implementation of the strategy. As you know, I'm sure your listeners have heard, the strategy advances the nation's cybersecurity across five pillars, defend critical infrastructure disrupt and dismantle threat actors, 
shape market forces, invest in a resilient future, and forge international partnerships. To my mind, supply chain security provides archways connecting the five pillars of the national cybersecurity strategy. We cannot hope to defend critical infrastructure or disrupt threat actors without defensible and resilient supply chains, global supply chains. So ONCD is actively engaged with stakeholders across government and industry and international partners to help secure the supply chains. And I'll share three specific examples. First, in February, we hosted Hackers at the White House. So security re researchers fresh off their annual visit to Congress joined us for dialogues on the what was then forthcoming strategy, zero trust architecture, cyber workforce opportunities, and open source software security. Second, uh, for ICT supply chain security. Throughout the year, we've worked closely with the White House CHIPS program office and interagency partners to inform and help implement the CHIPS and Science Act, which is a landmark investment in the defensibility and resilience of the hardware supply chain, what I think of as the atomic unit of the hardware supply chain, that being semiconductors and microelectronics. If we can get that right, thing, uh, products downstream will be more secure. And third, uh, we're working on software supply chain. So we're leading, we at ONCD with the Office of the Chief Federal Information Officer, OFCIO, are leading a group of about 15 agencies promoting open source software security through what we've named the Open Source Software Security Initiative, or OS3I. Uh, a lot of really exciting work, I think, uh, across software, hardware, and global supply chains. Devin, you mentioned that OS3I, I believe, Open Source Software Security Initiative, and I'd love to hear, you know, what are some early success stories you're seeing from that so far, and how do you see it continuing to grow as that partnership with the Office of Federal CIO and others uh, continues under that initiative? Absolutely. I, not just uh, early successes. We've This effort began in January of 2022, where the White House and principally uh, Deputy National Security Advisor Ann Neuberger had convened the open source community to discuss initiatives to improve the security of the open source software ecosystem and ways in which we could collaborate to drive uh, future improvements. And then following that summit, this summit occurred, you'll recall, a month following Log4j. So it was uh, top of, top in front of mind for the, uh, the White House. And Chris Inglis, our national cyber director then, called on us to join together and form an interagency working group, uh, what we now call OS3I, um, to convene the interagency, civil society, and private sector stakeholders across the, the open source uh, land ecosystem to deliver policy solutions that will help to secure, defend, and make more resilient, the open source software ecosystem. And a couple of examples of the, the early successes or the success we hope to have through this initiative include uh, software bills and materials and, and CVEs work, uh, which is principally led uh, by Alan Friedman and uh, Jack Cable, folks at CISA. Uh, research and development efforts, such as those at the National Science Foundation, their POSE program, or DARPA's LILACS program, and in the promotion of memory-safe programming languages from both ONCD and CISA. You'll, you'll see some work on, on that front. And with the working group, we hope to develop policy recommendations for future implementation so that we're moving 
you know, we're shifting the open source ecosystem to a more defensible position, to a more resilient posture, um, so that everything and everyone who uses open source code, which is 80 to 90% of the code in use, uh, will be more secure down the line. Again, if we're, we are trying through both the chips implementation and through OS3i to get as far upstream as possible, the atomic unit of the hardware supply chain to our minds are semiconductors and microelectronics. For the software supply chain, it's the code, it's the, it's the memory safe programming languages, research and development. It's the emerging technologies and artifacts like SBOMs and CVE disclosure programs that can really drive security solutions downstream. So Devin, as we close out, you know, the, the national cyber strategy is relatively new at this point. And I'm curious, you know, where else will the Office of the National Cyber Director be assisting with implementing that national cybersecurity strategy moving forward as it moves into the implementation phase? The strategy calls at the end for ONCD to work with interagency partners and also to publish the implementation plan. So as an artifact, you, you should see the, the publication of an implementation plan. Um, but the, the plan itself will apply the same uh, spirit of collaboration that was so successful in drafting the strategy. The strategy presents a bold national vision for the future of cybersecurity, and it reflects many viewpoints, initiatives across the government. It, not only is it a document of the interagency, but it's a, it's a product of a collaborative process that we are extremely proud of at ONCD, and we were able to lead with our partners at the NSC. Uh, so the hard job of implement, implementing the strategy will, to, we think, also be a team effort. Uh, but we can do hard things, we, we're, and we're going to do them with the NSC, with the Executive Office of the President and the interagency. And we will continue to call on industry for the private sector perspectives uh, to help inform our outcomes as we meet the strategic objectives. So whereas the President signed the strategy and ONCD led its development, uh, we recognize ONC, ONCD can't do this alone. We don't have a monopoly of bright ideas, of resources, authorities, or solutions. But we know that. We're, we're clear-eyed about um, the hard work that lays before us with implementation. Uh, but we're excited at, to keep making progress against the president's affirmative and values-driven vision for a secure cyberspace. Well, Devin, we look forward to seeing uh, how that implementation goes. We'll definitely keep an eye on it. But uh, for now, thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure catching up today. Thank you. It was great chatting with you. You can learn more about supply chain security at thedailyscooppodcast.com. The Daily Scoop podcast is available on all the podcast platforms. If you've already rated the podcast on your platform of choice, thanks so much. High ratings and good reviews of the show help more people to find it. The Daily Scoop podcast is a production of the Scoop News Group in Washington, D.C. James Mahoney and Carlin Fisher help put the show together, and the entire Scoop News Group team contributes. We'll talk to you again Thursday afternoon. Until then, I'm your host, Billy Mitchell. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>